Thanks for listening to the Best of Coast to Coast podcast. If you want to hear more than just this highlight from the program, become a Coast Insider, and you can listen to the full episode plus recent shows covering the mysterious death of Kurt Cobain, the possibility that government may soon reveal the truth about UFOs, and the power of witchcraft as told by an actual practicing witch. Start listening now by heading over to coasttocoastam.com and signing up for Coast Insider. Now here's a highlight from Coast to Coast AM on iHeartRadio. And welcome back to Coast to Coast. George Norrie with you. And, of course, there is another George associated with Coast to Coast, our weekend host, George Knapp. And George has been with us for a long, long time. And part of his other life, he's a television journalist in Las Vegas. He has been honored with the highest awards that you can get in broadcast journalism, the Peabody Award, the DuPont Award, the Edward R. Murrow Award. He's got regional Emmy Awards. And he broke, he heads up the I-Team in Las Vegas for a television station. K-L-A-S, and he broke back in October the story that is now really hitting mainstream, that story with former Senator Harry Reid heading up a study, part of the government study, to investigate UFOs. Well, this hour we've got George with us to talk about this incredible story. George, welcome, and you had an exclusive with Harry Reid, and that was an amazing interview, my friend. Well, thank you, George. Great to be here. Yeah, we I've known Harry Reid for a long time, and we've had these uh, sort of clandestine conversations about UFOs almost uh, as long as I've known him. Back in 1989, when I first started doing these Bob Lazar Area 51 stories, Harry Reid was the first person I told about it out of outside of our newsroom, uh, and he didn't kick me out. I mean, he didn't <laughs> think I was crazy. What I learned was he had an interest in the topic, and over the years since then, We've uh, we've corresponded. We would whenever I would interview him on some other subject, we would uh, chat about it confidentially away from his staff, which drove him crazy. He'd share information with me. I passed things along with him. And um, it, back in 2007, he initiated uh, a study. He uh, authorized the funds. He got a couple of other senators together, authorized the funds to launch this study of UFOs. He'd been reading about Skinwalker Ranch. He'd been attending these meetings with Bob Bigelow, who had an organization here in, in Las Vegas called NIDS, the National Institute for Discovery Science, put together this massive uh, collection of scientists, astronauts, another U.S. senator, uh, CIA analysts, things of that sort, to study the UFO issue. And Harry sat in on some of those meetings and really got kind of hooked on the subject. So he met with a couple of other scientists or senators in 2007, said, let's fund this thing, and they did. And the person who uh, got the contract that was put out uh, very surreptitiously by the Defense Intelligence Agency was Bob Bigelow here in Las Vegas. It seems like all big stories lead to Las Vegas. That's so right. Bigelow gets the, yeah, Bigelow gets the contract. He established something called BAS, the Bigelow Advanced Aerospace Systems and uh, hired people. They he built secure facilities at his aerospace plant. Uh, hired all these folks. They studied gigantic databases collected from the U.S. military, uh, videos and photos, things of that sort. They got uh, case files from other countries that had studied UFOs. They did it all kind of in secrecy, except they left a lot of breadcrumbs, sort of clues that were, if you were paying attention, you would have known that something was going on. In fact, Bob Bigelow, six days after he signed the contract to do this study with the DIA, he came on coast to coast and he announced the creation of Bass. He said, I have a, a, a secret partner. I have a partner who's helping to fund this thing. He didn't say who it was, but you could read between the lines. And mm -hmm. then for the next five years, 
uh, they went everywhere. They collected all this information, studied UFOs, uh, cooperated with intelligence agencies, got access to a lot of uh, classified stuff, and uh, were trying to crack the mystery. Now, the funding ran out, uh, and Harry Reid never made any public statements about it, but I, I happen to know about it. And when the, when the New York Times was getting ready to break this story a couple of weeks ago, I, I called up Reed and said, hey, I, I'd like to do it. And he, he said, look, uh, I think it's better if the New York Times does it. I mean, he respects me as a reporter, uh, but for them to do it uh, instead, it changed the media environment, George. It, yes. it, uh, our world is a different place than it was a week ago. Have have those of us, George, like you, Art Bell, Stanton Friedman, the Richard Dolans, the Stephen Bassetts, the people who've been investigating UFOs and the possibility of extraterrestrial life, have we all been vindicated by this study? I think, I guess you could say that. I don't know. Um, you know, we've known, you and I have known that we're on the right track for a long time. We've known that the study of UFOs didn't stop with the cancellation of Blue Book in 1969. Of course it didn't. Of course they continued to collect this information. They may not have had a formalized study to analyze it until this thing kicked on, but this proves that we are right and that we have been right, that they, the U.S. government and the military do take these, these things seriously, and of course they do. UFOs appear over nuclear missile bases. That's a national security matter. They appear over uh, uh, military facilities. They mess with uh, our most advanced warplanes. They fly circles around our best uh, equipment and our most advanced technology. They demonstrate their mastery over whatever we can do. Of course we would be studying that stuff. So, yeah, it is vindication in that sense. Um, what it is not is disclosure. You know, they've cracked right. open the door now and admitted that this has been going on, but they haven't quite gone as far as a lot of people would like. And I, I think that's probably understandable. Well, that's that's true. They haven't come out and told us, folks, these are real. We know they're here. Uh, maybe they've studied them. Uh, and originally when the study came out, George, I thought, all right, maybe it started because they thought Russia or China had some kind of advanced technology and they wanted to get to the bottom of it. Is that possible? It's entirely possible. I put that question to Senator Harry Reid, you know, and he was the majority leader for years. He had access to all kinds of stuff, things that he wouldn't tell me, even uh, that we'd known each other a long time. But I asked him, is it possible that Russia and China are studying this? He said, absolutely. Is it possible that they're ahead of us on this? He said, absolutely. And he, if he had to make a guess, he'd say China is further along. Whoever con uh, conquers this technology and figures out how it works, whoever can duplicate it first would have an immense advantage over uh, their adversaries. Uh, you know, it would be a world-changing event. So I think probably there's a race on that we haven't really known about. There's a race on to get this technology. And I hope that these revelations over the last week or so will light a fire under us and maybe, um, you know, kick off another formal study because the, the one that Reed was talking about, the one that Bigelow uh, carried out, was canceled. It ended. I mean, I'm sure they're still collecting information, but there's no formal study, at least not that we've been able to figure out. George, Tom DeLong, whom you know well, uh, the rock star from Blink-182, has put together a group of heavy hitters uh, and an organization now to really try to get to the bottom of this and other very unusual stories that are out there. What do you think of that, and is he going to help contribute to getting some answers for us? Well, I think he already has. You know, a lot of people, Tom drives them crazy, and you either you, people come down, either love him or hate him. He's a rock star. They can't possibly tell him any, any real secrets. But the fact is, he put this thing together. 
he gave he created a platform back in October when he made this announcement. We reported it both on Coast and and on KLAS. The rest of the media ignored it, but that platform that he created there made all the difference. This guy Lou Elizondo, who was the point man in the Pentagon, he was the head guy for this study. He'd been collecting UFO information for ten years. He left this position directly under the Secretary of Defense. And, and he quit to go to work for Tom DeLong. And, and for the last year, he's been making preparations. He's been sort of uh, declassifying videos that have been acquired through military encounters with UFOs, putting him in places where they could be leaked out without getting him in trouble. Uh, because he had a place to go uh, with Tom DeLong, that's really what kicked off all these revelations that have come out in the last two weeks. I had uh, dinner with Lou Elizondo and DeLong three days after that big announcement in Seattle. They came to Las Vegas to meet with Bob Bigelow and invited me along. Elizondo told me about his personal relationship with the Secretary of Defense, James Mattis, that Mattis had saved his life. He worked directly for him. He loved the guy. Mattis, though, he, he wrote a letter to him when he resigned saying, look, this, this UFO issue is really important. and We're not putting enough resources into it. That's why I'm leaving to go to work for Tom DeLong. And we owe a debt of gratitude to Tom DeLong, whether you like the guy or not. He's come through. I mean, the people who were on that stage with him are really impressive people. Whether his uh, endeavor will work or not, we're going to have to wait and see. But, uh, man, he's really delivered, I think, in this regard. Listen to more Coast to Coast AM every weeknight at 1 a.m. Eastern and go to coasttocoastam.com for more.